Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. Okay, we are on episode nine this week. If you did not listen last week to episode eight, I want you to go back and I want you to listen to that one first because this week we're gonna dive a little bit deeper into that. And last week we talked about how do you know if this thing in front of you is from God and you should take it. One of the things that I look at are what is this path producing? What fruits is it producing? And you see in Galatians that we should work to produce fruits of the spirit, which are things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. This is Galatians chapter five, if you want to go look at them. And so knowing that if this direction you're going is producing these things, it's a good sign it's from God. But then also there are these desires of the flesh, things like hatred, rivalry, jealousy, outbursts of fury, acts of selfishness. And these are things that we should avoid. And what I want to talk about this week is how we can be on the path that God has made for us. But this guy called the enemy, the devil does not want us to be on the path with Jesus. And so what that means is he's going to put all of these flesh desires circled around our path because he does not want us to take it. He certainly does not want us to get momentum on it. And he wants you to think that while you are sitting on the path that God has made you, that you don't belong there and you need to go somewhere else. And so I want to take you through my journey with this. I had to pray about this. I had to think about this because this story is not easy for me to share. It's not pretty, but I want to share one. So maybe you can learn from some of the distractions that I fell into and hopefully not fall into those like I did. And also to show you that I'm still here. I'm still here by God's grace and I'm still here working through this. And now that I've dove deeper into my faith, I don't fall off the path as often or as hard. I still fall off. I don't ever want you to think I don't fall off. But with his sight, I've learned to see things in a whole new way. And I have learned from a lot of those times where I fell really hard. And so I hope just to share some of that with you today. And this path that I'm talking about started about five years ago. If you follow along, you may know this story. But five years ago, I had a shift in my life. I had worked as an ER nurse practitioner. That was the career I thought I was going to be in. And I had had my first baby. And I had always had these desires of a at least being at home part-time, but it just didn't seem in the cards for us. And I walked through a two-month season where I had a rare scare with breast cancer right after I had my baby. And now I did not have that diagnosis, but just the thought of going through the scare of it was enough to completely shake me up. And it pushed me into this path that I had been thinking about, but just kind of pushed away. And this path was a way for me, one, to get healthy as a new mom. I was holding on to about 40 to 50 pounds of postpartum weight that I was just struggling to get rid of. And when I was facing that health scare, I remembered and saw just so vividly what it felt like not to have your health in your own hands. So I'm like, okay, I need to get healthy to be a present mom to take care of myself and just to do everything I need to do in my day to day. So it gave me the tools to be able to do that at home with my baby because I was just not getting to the gym. We weren't getting out for runs. None of that was happening. I also felt really lost as a new mom, just thinking, why is everyone else on my newsfeed, quote unquote, bouncing back, wearing two piece a month after they have a baby? And I am three months postpartum. I'm still wearing my maternity clothes. I am trying to stuff myself into my gym shorts because I'm too stubborn to go buy new clothes, wearing some of my husband's clothes and just feeling like a complete failure. And I just wanted to share for that other woman who didn't have the magic of breastfeeding work for her. She didn't just manage to lose the weight right after that she wasn't alone. And I just wanted to show her how I was trying to figure it out because I had no idea 
how I was going to get healthy, but I wanted to just share that for someone else and use that struggle I was going through to serve someone. I also know so well how important your health is. Working in the emergency room, I saw so many people stop living their life while they were still alive because their health took over, and I just didn't want to get there, and I wanted to teach people some preventative measures. I had a background in health and fitness, so I, I was given all these tools to be able to do that. There was also an associated income potential. They didn't guarantee any income, but an income potential. And I just thought, well, you know what? I need to do this anyways. I already had a little fitness group that I was a part of and I loved it. So I'm like, you know what? If I can get a day a week at home with my little guy for doing something that I love, hey, why not? And so I jumped in with these pure intentions, these pure intentions of just serving other people, trying to get my health back so I could have the energy just to keep living by good example. And I just remember the first day having so much joy. I actually did the workout at home with my little one there with me, which was a huge accomplishment. And I just made this motivational post sharing it. And I think my mom and my husband liked it because I called them both and told them to like it. But I just found this light again. And I just saw this potential to to take this story. And if I helped one person, if I helped one person, I knew it was going to be worth it. And I, this energy just came about me. And so one of the first things I did is it was October. And I'm like, let's just get people moving for a good cause. So I did this little, I think it was a seven day long group. And I'm like, let's just all try and go out and walk or move our body in some way and raise awareness for breast cancer because it was breast cancer awareness month. And so I got this group together. I think there was a total of five people, but it felt like 50 to me. And these women went out and they walked. It was mostly all my family and they moved their bodies and we had this community together and it was so fun. And I could truly see that as I took this step, I was able to help someone. And I found so much joy and purpose and meaning in what I was doing. In my group, I was able to sign up a couple people afterwards. And I thought, okay, this is how this is going to work. Just serve people, help them, teach them the things that you know, and the things that you're figuring out and just be a light for them. And if they want to sign up, cool. If not, you already helped them because you gave them this free content. And so I stayed there for a long time and my business started to grow because of it. I had this servant mindset first, just serve people without any expectation in return. And naturally behind the scenes, my business was growing. Well, as it started to grow, I started to see the potential of it. And I started to get a little competitive with it. And we came into this, this, it was a competition. It was about six months into my business where you could be put on a team and you could see how many people you signed up And the top team got recognized. They got these prizes. And so my athletic nature came out. I am all in talk about rivalry, right? A desire of the flesh. Let's sign people up. And that month, everything changed for me. I started to become signing people up as a number instead of the mission that I had come into. And so I did all the spammy things that I never wanted to do. I never wanted to be a salesperson. It was Lent. And so I decided to do a free community for Lent. But in it, I tried to think of every creative way to get people to buy my product, every discount, every way I could spin it. It was so spammy. It was awful. And I put in a lot of time that month. I was struggling to get any engagement. No one was reacting to my posting in my free group. Wasn't signing anyone up. I have a family member who's also an influencer online and they shared one of my posts and I did get some signups that month, but it was only because of her. And our team ended up missing the highest ranking being the winner by one sign up. And so here I felt defeated that I didn't help my team win. I was feeling defeated that nobody was joining me. I was putting in all this time. I wasn't to the place where I was getting this edge to be at home and do this full time. And I wasn't making any money. And I was not having joy. But in that season, I switched from my purpose, which was producing 
fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, all those things to getting into those flesh desires, that rivalry, that income desire, that being on top, that recognition. And so while I was still in my path where God had wanted me, the enemy pulled me off. And I remember having this this line in the sand moment, like we talked about in the journey to healing, where it was just, okay, you need to either figure out how to make this work because you were putting in all this time. You're not having any fun this month. This is miserable. You're not making the money you want. You should probably just throw in the towel. Or what, what you could do is just go back to why you started. You could just go back to having fun with this and helping people. And if, if people sign up, cool. If not, it's okay. And in that season, I wasn't fully connected to my faith with that relationship piece like I am now. I still went to church. I still believed in God. But here's something really cool that happened. Even though I wasn't fully connected to him, he was still working. And he might be doing this for you right now. Or he may have done this for you in the past. There may have been seasons where you just weren't fully connected to him, but he was still working. And he was still making the things come together so that when you did get connected to him, it all still worked. And the way he still worked in that season was he just gave me that nudge to keep going. He planted that desire in my heart just to go back to serving people. And so what I did is I went back to that. I went back to why I first started, the initial purpose, and it was helping people. So I remember reaching out to the people who were current clients with me and just saying, what do you need help with? (laughs) Why a good coach should have been doing that, but they told me they needed help with meal prepping, and I don't like meal prepping. I dread it, but I'm like, okay, we're going to take one for the team here. I'm going to sacrifice and figure out how to meal prep, and I'll give you some tips on it. So I dove in and figured it out for myself, and I shared it with them. They enjoyed it, and I thought, okay, let's turn this into another free community and just give this away to people as just an act of service. Here's this thing that I think can help you, and it went very well. My groups did very well, and I started to sign people up again, and slowly over time, this did not happen quickly. I started to get my moment again and my business started to grow. But here was a shift again. I was serving people first and it didn't grow leaps and bounds, but it just didn't go in the negative like it felt like it was before. And I found my joy again when I was living, producing those fruits of the spirit. And I was on God's path the whole time, but it was just what I was focused on that was making all the difference. And so my team started to grow. I started to get some women who wanted to do what I was doing and I was helping them. And towards the end of that first full year, we got to this point where we were about to hit a rank in our network that we were in that not many people hit in their first year. And so we kind of sat together and like, do you guys want to do this and do this as a team? And we all said, yes. And it started off. Okay, we'll do it. And then at the end, those shiny things, boy, they got in front of us again. And it became about the numbers again. It became about the shiny things. And for me, it really became about, I am seeing success in this. We're getting this recognition and we did end up getting the recognition. We hit it. And I'm growing this business, I'm growing these people, I'm helping them, and our team hit the goal. In that process, we had put in an offer and accepted on what was my vision board dream home, which was a huge stretch goal, but we went for it anyways. Knowing that I was growing this business, we had all this momentum and success, and afterwards, My team just faded a little bit. They didn't completely fall away. They just weren't going after all the things that helped us get this recognition. But I was, I was, and I thought, oh goodness, how can you all just fall away? And this is where my lowest moment happened on this path. I was so caught up in these desires of the flesh, the the status, the income from it, the money, all the titles, all these things. And when my team just, they weren't caught up in those things. When they faded a little bit, I said very hurtful things, things I'm not proud of. I scarred relationships. Now, I I realized it rather quickly and I, I apologized, 
But that left a mark and it left a mark for a long time. And so I probably could have thrown in a towel again at that point, just because everything kind of crumbled after that. But I was too far in. I did not want to go back to healthcare full time. So I had to kind of muddle through it and figure it out and figure it out. Okay, how do I make this work again? And, and lots of ups and downs. I never got as low as I did then. I always tried to come back to that servant mindset piece. But this was the enemy working. I was on the path the whole time. But instead of keeping that servant mindset first and top and then whatever happens. And let me insert this. Let me insert this. Growing income or providing for your family is not bad. Getting recognition for things you've done is not bad. It was because those things were on top and I valued those things first. Instead of saying, I'm going to serve people and if something comes of it, great, I'm going to give it all back to God. I'm going to give it to him and his glory. If I get recognized, I'm going to praise him and let people see that it was him working through me. If income comes, I'm going to provide for my family and do good works with it because money can do good things for people. It's not bad, but it was it was the methods that I was going about it. And I still thought I was serving people. If I'm being truthfully honest, I still thought I was serving people, but I was believing this lie that if I was serving enough people, I was hitting these ranks. That's what I believed. I was getting all this recognition. I was just serving a lot of people. And so that's what I told myself. But go back to when I first started. The first day I got someone moving for a good cause without even signing one up, I was living in my purpose and doing the things I was meant to do. And so I got off track. And it's taken me a while to put the pieces back together. I really think it's taken me up until this point. Just six months ago, I had another line in the sand where I thought about throwing it in and just really praying and asking God, is this a path I need to be on? And it took a long time to get to where I need to be. And I feel like I'm moving in that direction. And it's this thing of saying, I can use this path and I'm going to try and just keep producing those fruits of the spirit. And what I love about Jesus is there's no condemnation in him. There is no condemnation. He's not going to punish you for getting it wrong. Now, there can be consequences. By all means, there can be consequences for your actions. I have seen a lot of people come into my life and leave. I've probably pushed people away and I've had relationships that I've had to heal. But what Jesus is just asking is, come back to this path that I put you on. Come back. And so what I want to ask you today is, are you on a path that God wanted you but you're feeling like it's not right because the enemy has put these things around you to distract you. I truly believe that where your greatest purpose is surrounded by that is also your biggest temptations because the enemy does not want you there. He will put them at the start before you even think about getting going. He's going to put them right there so you don't start. Once you get momentum, boy, he is going to shine the things all around you. And if you get close to where you need to be in your purpose, boy, he's going to come in really strong because he wants you to think that while you are standing on the path that you need to be on, that you don't belong there because you get caught up in some of these desires of the flesh. Rivalry. Maybe you feel jealous. Maybe you whacked out. Maybe you become really selfish. Maybe you become envious. Whatever it is for you. And so here's my challenge for you today. If you're on a path that at one point you saw good from, or you see the potential for good, but you're thinking about changing paths, is it because the enemy has crept into your life? Is it because he has dangled some worldly desire in front of you and lost sight to what your true purpose was and what you truly believe God wanted you on this path for?
Is the enemy keeping you from even taking the step? Maybe he's sitting at the gate and maybe you are just feeling jealous of everyone else who has achieved the things that you would like to do in your life. And so you don't even start because you're like, I feel jealous. I just shouldn't go that way because it's not producing a, a fruit of the spirit. This is a flesh desire. If I feel selfish, maybe he's getting you distracted with that. Or maybe you really are on a path that it is. There is no fruits of the spirit. You don't see them and it is time for a change. So look at your life today and evaluate it. And and it's not always easy, right? The answer does not come in a day. I feel like it's probably taken me over five years to figure all this out and I'm still figuring it out. But it is God's grace. It is God's grace that will bring you back to where you meant to be. It's him working in the seasons where you're not even connected to him that will keep you on the paths you need to be. And sometimes some of those biggest steps off become some of our biggest lessons. And so they're there in some of those lowest moments, some of those hardest moments to serve not only us, but the future people we encounter. As much as I don't like looking back on some of those hard seasons, It's taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot and it's helped me become better because of it. And so that can happen for you too. Those seasons that you're not proud of, those seasons where you didn't act how you want can can stay with you, stay with you to remind you of the path that you want to be on. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that in sharing my story and my pitfalls and showing you that I'm still here and that the only reason I am still here is because God is God has pushed me in this direction and God is guiding me. And the only reason I am finding these spirits of joy is through him. This is nothing of my power, nothing to do with me and everything to do with him. And so I hope that maybe this connected to you and you can find and apply some of that in your life today. So let's end in prayer. God, I just want to come to you today with full transparency. I get distracted by desires of the flesh. Please help me to recognize them. Help me to see them in my life. Help me not to be afraid to take the path that you put in front of me just because they're there at the entrance and they're there surrounding me. Help me not to switch away from your path just because I've fallen off track before. Help me to see your grace and that you are love and there is no condemnation with you. And as long as I keep coming back to you and looking for you, no matter how many times I fall, you will pick me right back up and put me where I'm meant to be. So Jesus, as I go into this day today, help me to produce the fruits of your spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Help me to have your heart when someone else in my life doesn't produce those spirits and love them anyways. And help me to do it all in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for being here and listening in today. We just appreciate so much being on this journey with you through the ups and the downs and everything in between. And just want to thank you for all of your support. As always, this weekend, we have our live prayer and workout live Saturday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And also, if you have missed a workout, we are going to have the opportunity for replays. So you can message us, check out our website or enroll at palmrunning.com slash virtual events. And we will put all the links in the show notes.